Welcome to Check-Ins with Jess, where you check in with yourself, evaluate your life and goals, and leave with tangible tools to help unlock your potential so you can start living the life you've desperately been wanting. I'm your host, Jess Gadgement, and I just wanted to give you a big virtual hug and say welcome to the club, sister. You are so welcomed and invited into this community, whether you need a friend, a hype girl, listening ear, I'm your girl, whatever you need. This will always and forever be a safe place, and I'm just so happy you're here. Whew, man, this week has been a doozy. I really hate to admit that I was very close to not even do a podcast this week, and for many reasons, but I decided to first because I hate to to say I'm going to do something and not do it, so having an episode every Tuesday, I didn't want to let people down, but also I told myself, you know what? Oh, well, do you know what? Life doesn't have to be great while I'm doing this podcast. It just stinks that, yeah, I decided to start a podcast and, oh, this these are all the things I'm going to teach. Life is great. I've come so far and then life isn't so great and it just stinks and things that are out of my control and things that weren't expected. It just makes for a really hard time, but I still decided to show up And I hope you give me grace throughout this episode. I don't want this podcast to just be all butterflies and rainbows and life is good. Let's be positive. Yay, yay. Sometimes it's just hard and it's the real and I'm going to show up as I am. So here I am. I want to do the check-in first, which I never do, but I really need it. So hopefully you're fine with doing the check-in first. Let me know if that's something you would want to do in the future. But yeah, here we go. How are you really doing, friend? How was your last week? Did you feel seen? Did you feel heard? Have you been bottling up anything inside that you haven't let out yet? Do you need to maybe cry about it? If you did cry, did you find yourself apologizing for your emotion, either if you said it out loud or in your head at least? Did you feel embarrassed or shameful that you were showing this emotion? Reflect on how your innermost thoughts and feelings were and how you talked to yourself this last week. I hope you're able to give yourself the space and time to feel and honor your feelings. Remember, your feelings and emotions are always 100% valid. No questions asked. Even if you're quote-unquote wrong in the moment, give your feelings and emotions a place to go. Whether it's writing them down, never to be seen again, texting them to a friend, a voice recording to yourself, anything. Feelings have to eventually go somewhere. You can only stuff them down so much. This last week, I finally just kind of broke and let out a good cry and realized that I had been keeping in a lot of emotions. I'm definitely an emotional stuffer, and it's helped a lot to, I haven't done it very much, but the times I have done it where I just write and write and write a page or two, knowing that the feelings are going somewhere. They're being written down. I'm seeing them as they are written down, and just to know that the feelings are going somewhere and not getting stuffed to give myself space and time to do that is really freeing. So I suggest doing that if you feel like it would help you. The affirmation I want to leave you with 
says, I focus on what I can control and let go of the rest. I love that so much and definitely need that at this time. I talked about in the past maybe doing mirror messages or something like that, journal prompts. And I decided this time to do a phone wallpaper. I thought that would be really fun. I designed a little phone wallpaper. So you can go ahead, head to the show notes at the link below this episode, and you can go and grab that to have on your phone for the next week. I did want to do a fangirl find before I dive into the episode, and I wanted to highlight Morning Sun Creative. Kelly is amazing. She's the sweetest human. She is one of the creatives that was that was at the networking event that Albright put on, where again, I always talk about that it pretty much sparked the push to do this podcast. So it was really fun to meet all those creatives, and a lot of them I'm still super close with. And Kelly is one of those. She sat right next to me at the event, and she's just super sweet. We got to talk a lot, and she was kind of nervous about starting her business, and she is killing it. She's a few months into it and is just seriously killing it so, so much. Her stuff is so cute. I immediately fell in love with her stuff because she promotes positive mental health and talks about mental health a lot. She's a mental health counselor by day, which I love that so much. She has stickers and... She now does shirts that are super new and so cute. I need to get the one that sells self-love gang. I love that one so much. Her biggest seller is tumblers and coffee, iced tea, whatever type of tumblers. They are so, so cute. I purchased some for my son's teachers for Christmas and they loved them. I'll include her Instagram and website in the show notes as well so you can go check her out. Today's episode, I will be going over five ways to becoming closer to your most true, authentic self. This is kind of going to be one of the more just hear some tips, do what you want with them on your own time, make them relatable to you and fit them to your needs. Because again, these aren't just do these five things and your life will be totally fixed. They're just five steps that by evaluating them in your own life, it will lead you closer to becoming your true and authentic self like it says. Which, what does that even mean? Authentic. I feel like that word gets overused a lot, especially a few years ago when everyone started using it. Authenticity to me is with your being your true self, just you and your most inner thoughts and feelings and desires. Just pretty much who you are to your core. I hope by sharing my thoughts and feelings and experiences, it can help you just become that first step in carving your own way in your own journey to becoming your authentic self. The world needs you at your most truest self, where you are 100% sure of yourself and know who you are and where you want to go in life. So I had the idea to even do this topic by watching a reel that Tiffany Rowe did. I will talk about her a lot. She is a mental health counselor and amazing. Her account is the best and she has a great mixture of fun and real and therapist tips. And yeah, she went over a few tips of how She's come to be her most authentic self, so I really liked that idea. And by evaluating this last year and how I've become become closer to being my most authentic self, these are five tips that I think helped a lot. So number one, respect your body and have positive self-talk. And I've already talked about this, but the You Are More Than a Body book, it is seriously amazing. changed my life. I cannot promote it enough. It's a longer book, but... I so highly recommend reading it. The best thing that helped me was to do on Audible and just listen to it for a week. And I finished the whole nine-hour Audible. But for me, where that's where all of this started. So if you already have 
an amazing respect for your body. Yay. Yay you. I I don't I didn't know what that was like. I had to start there. Obviously, your body is such a visual representation and I put so much of my worth to my body. So I kind of had to deconstruct that. And once I respected my body and started to treat myself better, I, I can then move on to other aspects of my life that I wanted to better and change, which would lead to positive self-talk. Again, I couldn't put myself first or change any of my actions until I used positive self-talk. The most inner thoughts that I had with myself, I had to learn to give myself grace. Alison Faulkner, um, she does the Awesome with Allison podcast. She has taken the last almost year off doing it, but she still has four or five years of where she did it straight, and I so highly recommend going and listening to those older episodes. But her last thing before she ended that she really hit home was the saying, you get to be both. And I hadn't really ever heard it like that before, of you get to be both. There's all your personality traits that might not go together or you might beat yourself up about. To me, it really resonated with me when she was like, you get to be the mom that yells and messes up, but you also get to be this type of mom. You get to be the person that has big feelings and might lash out and can't handle change. And, but you also get to be the one that has it all together and is very calm and reserved and knows what you want in life. But yeah, just you get to be both and giving yourself grace throughout that whole process. But again, with the whole respecting your body, it might look a little differently to what you're used to, what you've heard of love your body. And Lexi and Lindsay Kite go into more in their book of you don't need to even love your body. Your body is just a body. There's 100% no worth that is attached to your body. You just need to respect it and be grateful for it and fuel it with goodness and move it because you respect it. So yeah, go check that book out. They go way more into it better than what I just did. But I couldn't be my true self until I figured out these internal battles that I had dealt with my entire life. Bridges and walls that I had never crossed over or conquered. And when I did, it just opened up a whole door to walking down a path to becoming my own true self finally. Number two is putting yourself first, which obviously I talk about a lot in episode three of self-care, the mentality that self-care is not selfish. But it's even more than that with putting yourself first. This means putting your needs first, your boundaries first, trusting in your decisions and sticking to them. Not letting up, not saying, oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, no worries. Which it's fine. It's fine to do that every once in a while. But me being a people pleaser and recovering people pleaser, as I like to say it, being aware that, oh, I did that and, oh, I don't want to do that. And I just lived my life 100% for pleasing other people and finding validation through other people. So that's really hard because if you're only looking for approval and validation through others, you're going to fail every time or at least come up short every time. But bet on yourself when nothing's working out in the world, when everyone's letting you down, when nothing's seeming to go right, you will have yourself. Your relationship with yourself, if that's solid, then you'll be good. Number three kind of goes along with that, let go of what others think. This one's really hard because it's really easier said than done of, oh, just, it doesn't matter. Don't think about that. Just don't worry about what others are thinking. Just don't let it bother you. That's not very easy to do. It's kind of more than that. It's also letting go of rejection. I avoid confrontation pretty much at all costs, but I would 100% always because I thought I would lose that relationship with someone. 
which is really sad. That meant putting myself last every time, not speaking up, holding things in, stuffing them down because I cared so much about what other people thought. And I just, I hate making people mad. I still have a hard time with that of tiptoeing and living my life around what people are going to think of me. But I've I've come a long way, gotten a lot better. Yes, that fear of rejection is super hard. Number four is validate your inner child. This is kind of a newer, more popular topic, I, I guess, right now. Letting that inner child be felt, seen, heard, talking to your inner child, writing to your inner child. It's just, it's just a newer concept, which I love that it's being taught about. And it might sound weird and just learning the mentality of, yes, there probably was some needs that didn't get met, some things you needed to hear as a child that you didn't get told. Just really letting that inner child years ago know that they are safe, protected, they're never alone, you are heard and seen, and your feelings are valid. I think validating that inner child now can help you heal in so many ways and help you move forward and just get you to figure out more who you are and what things you maybe need to process more. Therapy is obviously a thing I will always promote, but I think everyone can benefit from Because a lot of times you just think, oh, this is normal. Oh, that's just how it was or things like that. Some people have a lot of really hard and emotional and mental trauma that that they haven't processed yet as an adult. So yeah, I so recommend that. Giving yourself the space and time to really honor that inner child. I love the idea of writing yourself a letter to your younger self. I did that over the summer of writing to my 16-year-old self. And then I actually made a reel about it, and it was, besides the Nikki one I just did, it's my most viewed reel. It's when I had no idea what I was doing, but it was kind of a more popular trend that I was doing because it had perfectly just gone with what I had been working on in real life. I was doing a video of back-to-back, there's two personalities of your 16-year-old self and then now. And I just watched that video back of like, wow, I made that. That's so weird seeing me like that. But also it was just so true and freeing and maybe emotional watching it back of that's really how I felt and I just want wish I could go give that person a hug back then. But yeah, the emotions I share in the real are very real. Those tears are not fake or I was just so crazy. I found my Taylor Swift shirt I had and threw it on and had my new Taylor Swift shirt and that was kind of fun to just have both and be the 26-year-old and the 16-year-old kind of at the same time. But yeah, again, feelings have to go somewhere. So if they've been stuffed, if they've been stuffed for decades, it is very healing to process them. Even if it just means writing yourself a letter, even if it means giving yourself space and time to think about them, or as far as you do need therapy and even trauma therapy, such as EMDR and things like that to actually process it. Number five is wipe the slate clean and start over. Starting over with a real clear vision of your intentions, why you want to do things, what you believe in, things like that. And not just religion, I also mean what you believe in society, or morals, standards, all of that. It can be as little as just changing your mindset about a few things once you realize, no, this is how I want to view this or change your thinking about some things. Or it could be as far as deconstructing everything which can be super hard sometimes you have to start over and wipe that slate clean like I was talking about and honestly the only thing that's left is your personality which is okay because if 
those things did get stripped away and wiped away, they weren't meant to be anyways. And they weren't in accordance or alliance with your true authentic self of what you want to become, which can be super hard. And again, it can be the religion aspect. I have mentioned it before. I will talk about it in later episodes. Um, The heaviness of a faith crisis, which no one wants to go through, but in a way, I am grateful for it because it made me realize what I believed in, but why I believed in it. And separating all the things of being afraid of what people would think or letting go of the rejection or things like that, choosing to believe what I wanted to believe and why I did, and not to just do things for other people's approval. And knowing that it was okay of what I chose to believe, what I chose to not, or things that I still had issues with. Knowing that it didn't have to be black and white, even if I was, even if that's what I thought it had to be before. It really takes a lot of work of what you want in your life. But now having kids and a daughter, especially, I had to decide, you know what, this is what I want. This is what I want to teach my kids. This is what I want to resonate with them first. I like the saying that I've heard of what you learned last in life, teach your kids first. And that can be big and small things, but again, what, right now, as of being, but now being 26, one of the last things I just learned in the last year was all these things of knowing who I am, respecting my body, becoming that true authentic self. And of course, right now, that's what I want to hone in with my kids so much but they are so young and my daughter who is not even two yet obviously it's super different but I think you can teach little things even if they're younger but yes all of this is heavy this all takes a lot of work let me recap the five suggestions learn to respect your body and have positive self-talk learn to put yourself first learn to let go of what others think validate your inner child and be willing to wipe your slate clean and start over. Start over with a version of yourself that is more true and authentic than it was before. And again, this isn't going to be a light switch and overnight thing. It's not always going to be perfect. The journey is definitely not linear. I don't think any journey is linear, but for sure this. And again, I've talked about this podcast is not a one and done or quick fixes or let's just do this and that. These are concepts that take time to learn, things that will be reiterated and honed in on because they will be lifelong tools that you can benefit for the years to come and you will just be a more happier and fulfilled person as you live your life to the fullest knowing that you are true to yourself 100% and to your core you know that that relationship with yourself is solid. A few quotes that I have seen lately that I wanted to finish with that just follows along with this whole mentality of becoming your true and authentic self I want to read three. The first one saying, Alignment is when you become an energetic match to a vibration that matches the vibration of all things that make you feel really good. I really like that mentality of energetic alignment. The person sharing this quote says, What I've come to realize that when we are energetically aligned with our vibration, it is turned into our higher self. As a result, we become a vibrational match to all that we want in life. Our dreams become our reality. Once we are in alignment, our vibration rises. We become a magnet for abundance, love, and happiness. This other quote is more like a question, but I really liked it. It says, did you change or did you just release the energy that doesn't belong to you? And I kind of like that more of maybe not wiping the slate 100% clean. That can sound daunting. I just put that knowing that if you have to wipe it completely clean, like I did in some aspects, that is okay. It's going to take a little bit longer, 
But in the end, you're, you're going to be way closer to that self, that true self that you want to be and that will thrive in. And lastly, just kind of more a, a graceful and freeing mentality to go out on. This quote says, This season may not be full of growth for you, but maybe it should be full of reflection, so that in time when you are ready to bloom, you are in the right direction. I love that because reflection is everything. If you don't take time to reflect and process, then you're never going to be able to change because you haven't given that space and time. Again, Tiffany Rowe, who's amazing, who inspired all of this, her huge mentality is feel, deal, and heal. She's even like trademarked it and patented it because it is just so genius and simple of feeling your feelings, dealing with them, and eventually healing which just sounds so simple and it rhymes and of course it's patented because it's so genius. But again, I think sometimes we won't even start at the feel part. So if we finally are allowing ourselves to finally feel our feelings and acknowledge them and it's okay and knowing our feelings are always 100% valid, like I have said in the beginning, then we can finally move on to dealing with them. Whether that means with yourself, with the help of someone else or a trained professional of a therapist or counselor and then eventually is the the light at the end of the tunnel of healing i hope that wasn't just a bunch of jumbled words where it left you feeling that you aren't doing enough already and oh yay here's another list of things to do but rather that you know that these things are going to take some time but they will be so so worth it And they seem like simple things, but they are very hard hurdles to overcome and can take a lot of time and reflection. But if you do, they will lead to that end result of healing, which we all want. We will finally be closer, one step closer to being that authentic self. Just becoming that stronger human being to your core and just unlocking the potential that you already had. Thank you for listening. You are doing a great job. I know I say that every time, but if you're not ever told that throughout the week... You will always have this because I need to be told that. Thanks for being here. I am so grateful to have you here, that you're entrusting me with your time and day and and with your space and listening in, but putting in the hard work and exploring these suggestions on your own and even going further and again, making them relatable to you, taking away what you need at this moment and leaving the rest for later or for not ever if it's not applicable to you. I wanted to read a review. This one is from Mindy. She says, I love that Jessica shares a combination of her own experiences, makes rooms for listeners to have personal reflection, and provides actual tools and strategies for improved mental health for mamas. She talks about topics that are important, although not always easy to discuss, and she does it well. Wow, thank you so much. That was an amazing review. These always just make my day, and I'm just so grateful that you guys are even listening, but leaving reviews is huge. It helps this podcast get seen in searches and just help the overall word to get put out there for other mamas and women and other people are struggling that might need this or want to hear it. I'm just so appreciative. So keep leaving reviews, keep sharing with others, tag me when you're tuning and listening in. I would love to know what resonated with you most. Hop into my DMs. We can have actual conversations, which are my favorite. I love talking to people and connecting on even a deeper level. And I would just love to hear about your dreams and goals and how you're doing and if you do need that validating person or listening ear i'm here again keep going one step in front of another take one day at a time i even say when things are hard hour by hour because sometimes you need to do that and it's okay thanks for being her friend i'll see you next time next tuesday on check-ins with jess